listening to A Date with Sugar and Spice. For the next hour, we will discuss every college student's favorite or least favorite subject dating. We are your hosts, Cassidy Harmon and Ansley Mikesell. So this week, Ans, yes, we are going to talk about the epitome of dating. Epitome? And do you know what it is? No. Free food. I thought so. <laughs> No, that's just my epitome of dating. No, the real reason why we're on the podcast today is to talk about long-term relationships. Mm, which is, in fact, the ultimate goal, which we had to be reminded <laughs> of a couple weeks ago when we had Connor and Sydney in here when they smashed us for not liking married people. Yeah, it was kind of like a slap in the face. But it was a good reminder that ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what you're striving for because no one wants to die alone. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yep. So, in order to talk about this, because, Ansley, do you think we're qualified to talk about long-term relationships and marriage i mean i definitely could and i wouldn't say anything <laughs> wrong at all We'd i'm an expert <laughs> <laughs> no so, <laughs> we definitely need someone else and so for that reason we have a special guest with us today and his name is hayden coombs Hayden <laughs> and we want to names please come on <laughs> we welcome you to the show um and so just to begin off why do you think you are knowledgeable in this field well, I don't think I'm necessarily the most knowledgeable person, but out of everyone we work with, I'm, I've been married the longest, <laughs> so obviously I'm doing something, right? Yeah. No, you have a wonderful family, a beautiful wife, and adorable children, so. Thank you, thank you. They get that from their mom. Aw. Yeah. You're not wrong. Hey, yo! Whoa. Just kidding. That was a bad joke. He's like, on a roll today. He's like, just kidding. I don't want to be on this podcast. Bye. <laughs> Have fun talking about marriage that you know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. No, um, I do think that that is one. So my wife listens to Sugar and Spice. I date with Sugar and Spice every week. Love she it. loves loves listening to you guys. Um, I listen more just because she's listening. <laughs> but... I feel very supported. <laughs> is this because of the comment I made? I'm paying you guys to do this. That's all the support you need. Yeah, that's true. It's called money in the bank. That's right. But no, uh after like the first or second episode she was like wow they make fun of married people a lot they say they hate listening to married people being with married people <laughs> and there's this saying in sports they hate us because they ain't us that's, that's, that's what i always say yeah. whenever you guys start talking about married people i just laugh and i'm like girl they hate us because they ain't us that's all it is and at the end of the day that's probably very true it's probably accurate but i don't want to admit that that's true <laughs> yeah. i think a lot of the reason i don't when i say i don't love married pe people or i'm annoyed by married people i think a lot of it comes from uh when i was younger the experiences that i had when like my friends got married or like siblings or cousins got married where all of a sudden my relationship with them just like stopped yeah and that was like frustrating for me at the time when it was almost like they didn't like try to have a relationship anymore mm -hmm. and so i always kind of just was very bitter about them getting hitched <laughs> right, right? Sure. and and it's like they get boring and they stop doing fun things and they stop posting on social media and, and not that i need that but it's like i don't know what happened to them like do they exist i don't know and so uh luckily like as i've gotten older and and more i mean i've had more experiences with people getting married there's a lot of people like you and your wife that i do think defy defy that kind of norm right the that, odds yes yeah. and you, you guys are very social and i've met more people even like connor and sydney that that tend to be more social than i think some of the people in my past yeah well it's definitely like uh i guess a happy medium to find because like when you're married to someone like you're married to your best friend you, yeah and you want to spend 
most of your time with your best friend, right? Why would yeah. I want to spend time with my second best friend when I can spend time with my first best friend? Yeah. Simple right. math, right? <laughs> yeah. But at like the same time, like there's got to be some type of level of like autonomy. Yeah. I was telling you earlier that like I remember getting married and not like being sad, but like feeling a little left out because I was the first person out of my group of friends at school that got married and they still lived with each other after I got married and like they would text me and be like, yo, we're going to go get Slim Jims and Slurpees, you know? <laughs> and I'd, like, look at my wife and be like, mm, yeah, no, no, guys, I don't want to do that. Hard pass. Right? Well, I definitely wanted to, but I yeah. couldn't, you know? <laughs> yeah. And and so, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting, and it gets even more complicated when you factor in, like, hanging out with other married couples because you have to like not only like I have to like the guy Summer has to like the girl I have to like the girl she has to not hate me same thing <laughs> yeah. with kids like yeah. you have to be on the same page because like we have this group of friends or this this couple of friends that are super cool but they don't have kids and they just don't get how important sleep is <laughs> like they get to stay over and hang out with us as late as they want then they get to go home and sleep in as late as they want right <laughs> I don't get that you're like, sometimes I don't sleep at all. Ever since May 4th, 2013, <laughs> I have not gotten a good night's rest. Yeah. That's when my daughter was born. And uh, I'm, you know, prepared to live the rest of my life that way. But because of that, <laughs> you can't stay at my house until 1.30. you yeah. got to go. Yeah, kick them out. I know out. we're cool. I know you want to <laughs> hang out with us, but I can't. So we have this one group of friends or this one couple who we hang out with. And, like their kids are our kids, same age. We're like on the same page with like, oh, shoot, it's 10 o'clock. This is way too late for them. We better go. And it's fine. No feelings are hurt. Not, like they great. get it. Yeah. They get it. So I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. The dates don't end once you're done dating. No. Even, even when you're like even before marriage, right? That like when you're meeting, even if it's not other couples, it could be family members or like old friends of those people. Yeah. You almost like feel obligated to like that person or get along with those people. And it's like important to your spouse or your partner that you get along with those people. And so that it's they almost like, like you too. Yeah. And so it's almost like more stressful than like going on a first date because <laughs> when it's someone that you're interested in, all that matters is like their interest level and your interest level or a family member of that person. There's almost like 10 times more pressure to get along with that person. Yeah. It's nuts. Well, and I think that goes along with long term relationships because in the beginning, you don't care about anyone else. But then it's like, hey, this could have potential. Come meet my family. Come meet my grandma. Come and all of my... a sudden, there's all of these other voices that are, like, a part of that relationship. Yeah, and then you go on, like, 20 first dates within, like, a month, and you're like, oh, my goodness, exhausting. this is exhausting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's hard. And But really, like, in college, like, what is a long-distance – I mean, not long-distance. <laughs> what is a long-term relationship, really? Like, I, I think it depends on – I don't know. Like, some people move pretty fast. Especially in our culture. You're looking at me, so I feel like you're trying to say something. Everyone I'm, in the I'm room looking, is looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you because you've been in a lot more long-term relationships than I have. I I do move fast. I realize that people like to point that out to me on a daily basis. That's fine. I know what I want, and if it's not there, then I move on. I feel like I'm being efficient. But So I've been in relationships, but long-term relationships? Because like in my book, a long-term relationship is like, a month if I'm going a month strong with someone I'm like hey up top like this is like 
I feel like we've been married for years at this point in time. Woof. <laughs> I am not that way. <laughs> I'm like, I've, I, it's a month and I'm like, yeah, you're still in the friend zone. Still. <laughs> it's like you a year a and they're still the friend zone <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. It's a lot longer of a process for sure. Yeah. And I don't think, cause the longest long-term relationship I've ever been in was four months ever. But isn't that like a cap for a lot of like Mormon people? I think four months is either like you're either getting engaged or you're breaking up. Yeah, I feel like that's like the unsaid rule. Right, that's kind of like the length of a semester. So it's like, oh, you date for a semester. and I didn't know that was a thing. When Well, you started dating your wife when you were in college, yeah? Yes, I did. Which but, was back when? Uh, 2000, I met her January 2007. Okay, okay. And so I, I did a year of school before I served an LDS mission. Yeah. And I met Summer like right after I moved to Rexburg. Um, I was actually hanging out with a girl who lived next door to Summer. <laughs> and Technical. I saw Summer. I approve. <laughs> I saw Summer walk into her apartment and I, cause our, the front door was open and I was just like, hey, who was that? <laughs> <laughs> to the girl that you're hanging out with? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, that's Summer. She's so sweet. You're da, like, da, uh -huh, da, da, stop da, da, talking. <laughs> you uh, walk over to And her. I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, when are we going to wrap this up? Um, but yeah, I had just noticed her around. Thought she was super duper pretty. And uh, I mean, she worked at the grocery store there in Rexburg. And, you know, I would do that classic thing of like, buy my groceries like one item at a time so I could go in every single day <laughs> to see her and finally when Slithery I like little sneaky snake yeah right and when I finally like got like the guts to like go and introduce myself and everything uh we were actually putting together a co-ed intramural basketball team right okay. and uh <laughs> like, oh, summer no. had a roommate who played at Dixie State mm. and so and she was like my height and so i was like we need to recruit the behemoth to play for us and <laughs> gotta get amazon princess in there. Yeah, yeah anything but a princess she was a kind of a terrible person but <laughs> she was really good at basketball so nothing else matters <laughs> and so i went and knocked on the door and i was like hey do you want to play with us sure sure and i was like yo what about your roommate she want to play and summer's like oh i played church ball she doesn't know how to, like, I can dribble this pen better than she can dribble a basketball. <laughs> but it was enough to open the door where I was like, what's up? My name's Hayden, you know? Sliding in. Did you really say, what's up? My name's Hayden. Oh, Probably. for sure. For sure, for the, sure. We're, we're talking about 18-year-old Hayden right now. I had way more confidence than any other attribute, so. Yeah. So, how long did you guys date? So, we started hanging out in, like, the end of January, um... I started like actually like pursuing her in February. I remember on her birthday, uh, I lucked out because all of her roommates were out of town and she went and like did some stuff with family. You swooped. And I just happened to be the only other person around <laughs> to hang out with. And so I got totally lucky. I made her this nice little cake and everything and we got to hang out like Aww. all day. I love that. And so after that, it was like, I don't know when we ever like officially decided like, hey, we're dating. Yeah. You know, I remember in january when i was like still like chasing her her roommate told me yeah we're going to like this dance because you know like the pest control places and the yeah. satellite places they'll put on these big dances do mm -hmm. they do that here i don't know i've heard about them but, but I've yeah, not, i haven't put seen on these here. big dances and she's like yeah summer's gonna be there and so 
I convinced my roommates to go, and everyone was so mad at me because it's just they're so douchey. Yeah, you know? yeah. You're not. Who, wrong. who wants to be in a room with a bunch of pest control salesmen? Right. <laughs> 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 who wants to be with one of those guys? Yeah, um, no one. <laughs> but I went and like we danced a little bit, and Summer's not like the type to go dancing. Yeah, like, I'm trying to imagine very her much in that like, setting. Once again, this is like 18 year old Hayden, and remember, I did not grow up Do around the like church. Do you like dancing? Well, I mean, we're talking like high school, like bumping and grinding, right? Like <laughs> that was what dances were to me. So yeah. I go and I'm like dancing with these chicks and I see Summer out the corner of my eye. So I like bail, you know, I like dive. You dip. And Swerve. by that time I, I like figured out Summer was like a really good girl, mm-hmm. but like she was still at this dance. And so I'm talking to her, trying to get her to dance with me and she doesn't really want to. And she ends up uh, like disappearing. And I went and I was like, yo, Jenna, I found a roommate. I was like, where's Summer? And she's like, oh, that guy she likes is here. And I'm like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> Why did you tell me to chase her? Like, I was crushed. Oh. It was like the worst weekend. But, you know, obviously I, I won. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I remember like in March, she, this dude who lived next to her, um, took her for a motorcycle ride. Oh, uh, how do you compete with motorcycle boy? Right. That's tough to do. And you he had can't. already served a mission, so shoot I was them, basically... Shoot some free throws, yeah. hope to impress her. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Come watch me play ball. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you could do. And uh, I remember like being annoyed, and she's like, are you mad? And I was like, yes, I'm mad. And she's like, why? And I was like, because we're like dating. And she's like, oh, we are? And I was like, what the hell do you think I'm doing? I'm not just taking you out to dinner for fun every night. Like, <laughs> Free food. Free Yay! food. You can't just do that. She Summer and I are me. on the same wavelength. Yeah. Thank you, Summer. But all of those meals paid off. But yeah, so we dated, I don't know, like for like five months. And then I moved back to Oregon. Um, I got my mission call in July, but I didn't enter the MTC till December. And so I knew Summer for like a whole year. Before mm. I went on my mission. Went on my mission. Um, last thing we talked about was like, I remember telling her distinctly, like, you need a date. You need to figure out if this is right for the both of us. Yeah. We're pretty young. Missions like, are like a different type of long distance yeah, relationship. And I just, That's a little sticky. I remember my like exact words were like, I don't care if you make out with every single dude in Rexburg. I just don't want to know about it. <laughs> if you like, if you're getting married, I just want to be blindsided. I don't want to have to think about you dating another person because that's yeah. the only way I knew I'd be distracted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, so she dated around and stuff, but I never knew about it. Yeah. Um, but she wrote me uh, either a letter or an email every single week I was gone. Wow. wow. That, my yeah. own mother didn't do that for me. On yeah. No, <laughs> we got like the classic like binders of like. You do? Letters I wrote oh, her. Oh, that's actually she pretty cute. That's cute. Yeah. So luckily when I got home from my mission, she was going through like a scrapbooking phase. And so <laughs> she just took it all. And so when you came home, did you it. guys like kick it up pretty quickly? We were just like, hey, let's get married. Um. So away. in her mind, like our versions of the story are very different. Yeah. <laughs> Summer will always be like, he was so weird when he got home from his mission. I believe her. He, <laughs> like, she says it was, like, a solid, like, two months, two, two and a half months. So I got home in the middle of December. She said it was, like, around her birthday in February when things got back to normal, right? Mm. And I get it, but I can explain most of it. I don't <laughs> think I was that weird. I probably was weird because I was a missionary. But you also have to understand... She acts like I was, like, this, like, weird, like, alien when I got home. I picked her up from the air. So I got home December 12th. 
Okay. Picked her up from the airport two days after Christmas. She flew into Oregon to see me. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. We, okay, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. We did not make it out of the airport parking garage before we started making out. What, were you, wow, were you impressive. Like, released yet? Yeah, yeah, I was released. Okay, okay. It's been, it been two weeks. Oh, it's been two, two weeks. Two That's weeks. Right. Oh, two it weeks. It had been two weeks okay. since I got home when I saw her. So two weeks and you and you made out. Okay. Yes, we were making out in the back of my car. We didn't even make it to the front seat. Like <laughs> we were making out in the back of my car. So she, she always acts like I'm so weird. And I everything. bet she's so embarrassed right now. Listening, she will to this. be when we post this, <laughs> and I'll be in trouble. But give him a mi- give the man the microphone, her, and he just like defends himself. Her, her, her big thing too is she's like. He never called me. He would never text me. And it's true. I didn't do that very much. And that was not right of me. But in my defense, remember, this was back in 2007. I go on my mission. Uh, we're in Europe. So not a third world country. Second world country, though. Yeah. I was in Portugal. Mm-hmm. We didn't have cell phones that could text. I was not true. used to texting. And so right. it's like she would send me a text like, hey, thinking of you. And I'd be like, oh, oh cool. sweet. Put it down. <laughs> you and I are so the same. Play some b-ball. I'm like, oh, that's right. sweet. Put it down. Continue. Right. Or if, like, work. I called her in the morning and I was like, hey, this is what my plans for the day are. Like, that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, obviously, it wasn't because it caused a ton of problems. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. So, it was it, it, it was rocky yeah. in the beginning because we had very different, like, ideas styles. of where we were. Yeah. Right. I thought we were way up here. She thought we were way down here. So there was tons of opportunity for miscommunication, uh-huh. right? right? I thought I was closer to the getting down line. She, I was a lot closer to the face punch line yeah. in, in her book. So, <laughs> What's so nuts about this, though, it's like a perfect example of kind of how chaotic and messy dating is, especially like long-term dating mm-hmm. in college. Like it's never like the simple story. I mean, you have like the kind of weirdos that like meet and they go on a couple dates and all of a sudden they're engaged and then they're married. And those are the ones that probably make me hate marriage right mm-hmm. but for the most part it's like kind of messy it's like oh you're like yeah. on and off and, well and it should be yeah. right because i think a lot of the pro- times when people run into issues in their marriage when they have been they did have really fast courtship is like they never fell had that like got out of like the honeymoon stage yeah right? they never fell out of love and had to learn how to fall back into love yeah and so you get married and suddenly you're dealing with all these issues and everything like and confrontation probably yeah. where if, if you had that if you beforehand, went through that when you were dating it wouldn't be a pro- you wouldn't automatically think like oh here it goes we're getting a divorce you know yeah you don't have to worry about that yeah you, instead you like know how to work through conflict know yeah. that conflict's not necessarily a bad thing and know? i think it helps you maybe a little be more i don't know uh comfortable with like your decision mm-hmm. of a partner if you've kind of like had that messy beginning whereas like she was dating other people and and it was like oh he's not texting me back and when you have like that confusion I, I think maybe it was clearer I, I mean I can't speak for your wife but like uh, to compare and contrast the different people that you're dating right. and, and then when it comes down to like actually be with that person then you're a lot more like set on that person but if you went on a couple dates and then you're engaged and then all of a sudden you're married I I think it might be easier to like second guess because you skipped so many like important steps because like you knew your wife how many years before you guys got married so we dated a year before my mission the two years and then we got married about a year after I got home so you guys like so we dated for six months before we got engaged after I got home Mm -hmm. so I'd already known for what three and a half years by that point yeah Yeah. granted two of them I was on a mission but we did keep as close a contact as we could yeah 
um, and then we were engaged for six months. See, and I think that's great because, like, I mean, it was hard for you guys, and I think, at least in my mind, when I think of, like, dating someone and getting married, I'm like, oh, it's like that beautiful rom-com, you know, like, you just meet, and it's beautiful, and then the last thing you know that they're kissing at the altar, but, like, I think the best relationships are, like, the ones where, like, you did have to fight for it, or, like, when you're in the friend zone for so long, when you have to work for it and fight for it, because... That way you're not just Twitter-pated and, like, you're not in the honeymoon stage. Stage, you, like, know them for who they are and you know yeah. what pisses them off and how yeah. to make them happy well, again. And I think you could probably confidently say that you married your best friend because you had the time to make her your best friend before you oh, got married. Oh, for sure. I mean, right? she was probably, I mean, my my best friend from high school, Reese McCauley, I love you. But <laughs> she became my best friend so fast. Yeah. Like, even before I left on my mission, before we started dating. Yeah. Like, that's what made dating her so easy. Right. Was, yeah, she was, like, dragging her feet and didn't want to, I don't know if they have the term here, preemie. Hmm. That's pre-missionary. Oh, yeah. oh. She didn't want to date a preemie, and so we were just hanging out all the time and everything. Right. And so, so she was friend-zoning you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I literally had to sit her down and be like, you are my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It was so frustrating. But, um, but yeah, all that time we were at least, like, becoming friends, you yeah. know? So. Yeah. And, and it made it easier when I did get home and find out that, like, she seriously dated this dude to, like, get over it and not feel, like, betrayed or anything. Because as much as I told her, like, I want you to date and everything. It still hurt. It's still hard. Yeah. I wanted her to date. I didn't want her to get another boyfriend. <laughs> you know? You should have clarified like, I wanted that. you to make out with a bunch of people. I didn't want you to make out with one person over and over and over and over again. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, like, it's got to be worth it, right? Like, at the end of the day, give us some hope. It's good, right? Of course right? it's worth it, yeah. And uh, it's, it's yes, absolutely worth it. It was a long journey for Summer and I to get married, but, I mean... And I, I, I guess I love one of the reasons I love your story be, because I'm very much all about the friend zone and like mm-hmm. taking the time. Like it's so hard for me to say like what's a long distance really I mean long term uh-huh. goodness gracious uh, relationship in college when like <laughs> when people get engaged after four months of knowing someone I'm like that wasn't long term you're not a long term you don't do you even know but I mean them? depending on the person it totally could be because it's true. like I mean, that is long term remember that yeah okay. that's right yeah. for you you're like four months sweet <laughs> woo, woo. made it yeah. yeah so like if you got two people who four months is long term and like that's a long courtship for them it's gonna work out fine yeah right I, I think once again the problems happen when you got one person who's like, okay, long-term for me is two weeks. Long-term for person B is a year, mm-hmm. you know? And where did the issues come from there? Like, I was, I, I, I hate to admit it, but I was much more like Cassidy. Like, I <laughs> yeah. fell in love with Summer so fast. If, I mean, I never thought about not serving a mission, but I always say, like, had I already served a mission, I would have been one of those annoying couples that married her after like a week of knowing her mm, because I wow. fell so fast and hard for her. Dang. And I mean, luckily I did need to serve my mission first and kind of she wouldn't that. have had anything to do with me probably <laughs> like dating wise if I didn't. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know, like I would have married her so fast and that probably would have caused issues because like she definitely needed that time. Right. You know, because of, of, stuff that uh, you know get to know me and everything but right well I was gonna ask like you guys so you had this 
legitimately long-term relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether you were actually a full-on couple at the time or if it was friendship or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, then going into marriage, we were talking just a minute ago about how if you, like, kind of go through that muck beforehand, how that kind of helps in the long run. Have you noticed that help? Or has there been things that you were still like, oh, my gosh, I was not prepared for this? Like, now as someone who's married for a couple of years. So when when Summer talks about, like, yeah, things were rough, you know, she usually Mm -hmm. focuses on, like, yeah, we weren't texting that much or anything, right? <laughs> yeah. That's rough for me. I understand where she's coming but from. You and some are very similar. We, yeah, we very much went through, like, a rough patch where, like, I was like, it's not going to work. I've wasted three years of this girl's life. We need to see other people, right? To the point where right. she was like, I think you need to date other people. I think I know what I want. I don't think you know what you want type of deal. Wow. Um, and a lot of that stemmed from when we would have fights, um, or like you not necessarily like fights, but you know arguments, disagreements. Yeah. Um, she would get emotional, and she would like just leave sometimes if it was too much for her. Mm. And I am very much like the logical person where I have to talk everything out, and as soon as we talked it out, we can move on. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. For her, it's more like just give me some space to cool down. And it drove me insane when we'd get in an argument or something and she'd get up and leave. And like I'd when be you like, were married? No, no, no. This is when Before. we were dating. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, how are we supposed to talk about anything serious when we get married if you're just going to run off every time we get in a fight, right? Yeah. And so that was like a huge pet peeve for me. A red flag, maybe. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but, I mean, it was as easy as being like, listen, for this to work, you can't do that anymore. Right. Mm. And for her to tell me, okay, well, for this to work, you've got to give me space and this and this and not do this and this anymore. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it was like a good thing to go through the hard times. And especially in the sense that, like, I knew her very, very, very well by the time we got married. Like, there wasn't a ton of surprises. Mm. Right. We'd already gone through fights. We'd already gone through good stuff, bad stuff. And so um, while it was still like new and exciting being married, there wasn't like like I knew her conflict style. I knew, you know, like her love language, things like that that would like kind of help me transition from just being a boyfriend, which is really a part time job, to being a husband, which is a full time job. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's cool. So okay, you talked about how you know like her conflict styles and how you're prepared for that. But like, is there anything when you got married to Summer that you just like? didn't realize about marriage and you're like oh this is a part of marriage i never thought about that before well (laughs) that's a yes (laughs) yeah summer i mean you guys know my wife she's a she's a just a pandora's box you know she's (laughs) she's the sweetest person you ever know and then like she'll tell you something or you'll hear something about her and you're like damn you are hardcore (laughs) i would have never imagined that but she still has like the sweetness about her yeah like she says it sweetly yeah with like a smile on her face and you're like wait what that what what (laughs) back up back up back up she's uh she's she's super cool and that's that's like something that like i mean i guess it's been like fun and exciting about our marriage is even like eight years later there's still sometimes like she'll say something and like surprise me oh one time growing up this or one time that and i'm just like who am i married to (laughs) like who is this woman but uh i don't know like i certainly didn't know everything about her when we got married right um 
I don't know. I'm trying to think of a specific example. She wouldn't be mad at me for sharing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe a question that might kind of help, I guess, because one thing that I think we love to do in these episodes, like it's really fun to talk about the stories and, and the funny stuff, but sometimes there tends to be like a takeaway, like what about marriage like have you had to work at that like makes it worth it because I think a lot of people like when it gets difficult it's pretty easy to just like drop or be frustrated Mm -hmm. and to run away yeah so like whether it was I mean pre-marriage or like being married now like what was the thing that you had to put in the most work that that maybe surprised you that was the hardest you didn't realize would be the hardest um so like I was saying earlier I'm very like logically minded person yeah um, one of the things that even eight years later I struggle with big time is the concept of women don't want you to solve their problems. <laughs> yes. You're right. Right? 100%. Yeah. And even, I, I, like, I know it, I tell myself, but I, I think it's just like the protective husband or something in me. Whenever Summer starts telling about that crazy friend or the crazy relative that said or did this to her, I like get so mad and I'm like okay this is what we're gonna do (laughs) we're gonna egg their house (laughs) (laughs) right like when she tells me about her problems I can't help but to want to be like well this is how you get over it or this is how you deal with it or this is you know yeah and so like it literally has got to the point for now I'm good enough to like be able to discern the situation like okay (laughs) is this a problem she wants me to help solve or she just want me to listen yeah but like early on in marriage where that was like becoming a problem and she'd tell me something and I'd be like, well, just go do this. And then she'd get mad at me. And I'm like, why are you getting mad at me? You came to me for advice. No, I didn't come to you for advice. Why can't you just listen to me? It's very you battle of the sexes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like early on in marriage, she would like, before we'd like, she'd start telling me, she'd be like, I just need you to listen. Oh, that's the key. And right. it was. What communication so money. is the key? Right. Listening? You as need simple to do that. as just shut up i just want you to listen right yeah and listening's not like like one way also that was easy for me to listen to her at first was okay she doesn't want me to solve her problems so that mean i can like watch tv or play a video game while she's talking to me doesn't mean that doesn't mean that no take notes she wants me to actually listen to her yeah crazy who'd have thought who would have thought but even as like women i think when when like the man comes to you like you are usually looking for advice could i say that like when you're coming to her does she sometimes i tell summer my problems it's because i can't solve it myself right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah did she at the beginning try to just be like super like empathetic and you were like no 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 because i i i'm sometimes like you where if i'm like struggling with something and someone's like oh that's so hard and they're like trying to give you a hug and i'm like no like stop it like talk to me like help me figure (laughs) this out i don't want you to say oh i'm so sorry oh that's so rough like help me figure it out was it ever like that with you guys um or she did she know that about you pretty quickly i think she knew that about me pretty quickly i mean i'm not one that just like talks about like I get over stuff really fast. Yeah. I'm not one that just like. And you're not a venter. Let me tell you about my day, yeah. you know? Like, that's <laughs> that just not me. me. Yeah. And, and so, like, like, that's one of Summer's big frustrations with me is, like, if I call her on the way home from work and we talk for, like, five minutes, when I get home and she's like, so how was your day? I'm like, I just told you. <laughs> you know? She's like, but how was your day? Day. Right. I want you to call me. And I'm like, well, then what will we talk about when I get home? <laughs> you know? like Only so much can happen in like eight hours. <laughs> right. I went to class and things were good. <laughs> what was good about it? 
kids no one did me their off. homework. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. No one pissed me off today. It's a good day. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's things that happen along the way, but nothing that I stop and think about. But that's just the beauty of being a man. I don't worry about <laughs> it's so, stuff. It's so simple up there. <laughs> I don't worry about stuff until it's like, you know, nuclear Worrisome. meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where then girls, I'm like, they sit oh, and shoot. analyze that one thing that could maybe turn into a nuclear meltdown. But they know very well that it won't. Do they? But um, <laughs> some of them. Some of them. Stop looking at me, people, okay? <laughs> this is not fair. It's two against one right now. <laughs> well, like I said, I think sometimes in a lot of ways, I, I think a little more like, like Hayden. And we've had sometimes? those. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> not all the time. I'm still a woman. <laughs> but we've had those talks where I sometimes come to you because I think a lot more like the way you think. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So that's why we're looking at you. It's not because we're attacking you. It's it's oh. it's just you're different. We need your input. We yeah. Need a, right now we need your validation, Cassidy. We I, need to make sure we're not I off base here. You. I understand you. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> that's all there is. Well, can I just say that your and Summer's relationship and your whole story. And Ansley and I have talked about this multiple times, is literally hashtag relationship goals. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, you. usually I don't say hashtag relationship goals. I say, look at that couple, how wonderful, I like them. <laughs> yeah, hashtag relationship goals is way faster to say. <laughs> okay, whatever. <clears throat> but I don't know, I just think it's just cool, because we're in this dating realm, and it is, we're in that hard, messy stage, and so it's cool to look at you, who has been married for years and has three adorable children, to see that, like, Cause, I mean, it was cool to talk to Connor, but they're still in, like, the honeymoon stage, you know? Like, they haven't had any of that real messy stuff yet. Whereas, like, <laughs> you have. And so oh, he's going to come after you. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be like, no, listen, my marriage sucks sometimes. <laughs> no, I don't Put think me back on the that. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hold me back. Hold me back. Yeah, right. No, but it's just cool to see. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. There to be is. completely cliche. But that's the thing is, like, there is the light at the end of the tunnel. But, like, we're saying, like, it is still like work the entire time you're still like working towards something it's not just like you get married and all of your problems get solved yeah like, well you said it's a full-time job yeah and right. like there's going to be days when your spouse really annoys you and there's going to be days when like you don't want to be friends with anyone else because you're so happy um and then there's going to be a day when you get kids and at least like you guys get a band together as a team just because these little people are trying to ruin your lives every single second of the day. <laughs> you got to stick together. Yeah, you got to stick together. But, like, it is – it's constant work, but there's, like, a great payoff mm. to it. Yeah. And I think it's good to, um, like, to really keep that in mind when you're dating because I think um, not being married when, you know, people our age, including us, right, like, if it gets a little rough or uncomfortable – when you're just dating someone, it's a lot easier to just like break up. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's part of the cause, like the cause of those breakups is maybe just like, I don't want to say that it's not being willing to work through it, but, but maybe a little bit. But yeah, like you got to love the person enough to be willing to work to, like, through problems. Put, yeah. Right? Go through that messy Like I like swamp. to imagine there's not a single issue that Summer and I wouldn't be willing to work through for each other. Mm -hmm. Right. Because your love is at that level. Right. Right. But. And it's not know. infatuation anymore. Right. And, and maybe it wasn't even. But like maybe that girl married. I dated in high school, we obviously didn't love each other enough to get over 
some random minuscule thing that caused a fight, right? Yeah, like, yeah. No, that's true. I don't know. Yeah. Just, like, having that love that can withstand anything. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the real dream. Yeah. Yep. No matter how much I annoy her, I know she's coming back at the end of the day. <laughs> they always come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more like the other way around. <laughs> yeah. I always come back. I <laughs> always come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. So, Anz, I think maybe we should try this whole marriage thing. Not with each other. <laughs> I was like, no, I'll cast. Like, <laughs> get on one knee at least, please. <laughs> no, I'd make you propose to me. Whoa. What? I definitely wear the pants. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just love love. That was wonderful. Thanks for coming on our show today and talking Absolutely. to us. Absolutely. Anytime. Ever, it really doesn't sound too bad. And really, like, let's. We all want that. Yeah. I mean, I like to be sassy, and I like to throw married people under the bus, and blah, blah, blah. But, like, yes, that's what we want. It's why we're here. What's the purpose? It really is. But, so, Anne, I have something to tell you. Oh, okay. So, next week is actually our last podcast together. Oh, no. Don't sound too heartbroken <laughs> about that. Oh, no. Is that better? No, don't go into acting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, stick with what your day job, which is this. Anyways. Okay, stick with the podcast. Got it. Cool. Um, but anyways, since it's our last podcast, I thought it was only fitting that we talk about breakups. Oh, are you breaking up with me, Cassie? First you want to marry me, now you want to break up. Like, just pick one. I guess our love just can't Do stand one the right. test of time. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, make sure to bring some tissues, probably. You. Yeah, You'll I'll be, need them. I'll be fine. <laughs> you guys should do, like, a social media thing where, like, asking for your best breakup stories. Ooh, Ooh. let's do that. That'll be a thing. Yesterday in class, we spent about 20 minutes sharing breakup stories, and there's some good ones on this campus. For the record, half the breakup stories you shared were mine. (laughs) I did share some of your breakup stories. (laughs) You have so many. I can't wait to hear them all. But I, like, ambiguously say them. This this person that works for me... They walk in the office and they're like, hmm, which one? Oh, it's that one. It's the, the blonde. It's we that one. Know. No, come on. In that skirt, please. <laughs> well, it doesn't help that, you know, you know, like, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I can't comment. Um, I won't comment. Uh, but you, <laughs> that was too you know, like, five people in that class, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Whenever I'm like, someone who I work with, they start thinking. But you always tell stories of, the, of all of your, like, yeah, students, everyone. Really. Yeah. She's just given me great material the last yeah. few months since September when school started. Yeah, he, he's told stories about me before, too. You got, like, one. Yeah, but it's a really good one. Yeah. yeah it's just a really Maddie knew exactly one. who I was talking about when I explained her relationship. <laughs> you start bringing it up, and she's like, oh, please, you don't need to say someone I work with. You may as well say her name. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to call us a rapper right now. Yeah. So just make sure to tune in next week. A date with sugar and spice.